0: Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast with Alex Mead. I've invited sales, marketing, and business leaders to discuss their successes, failures, and everything else in between. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Full disclosure. You know we recorded today's episode and I had the wrong mic selected. So my audio might be a little bit hard to hear. But the good news is, my guest Marty Berman, uh, you can hear clearly, and he has a lot of great stories to tell. And Marty, Marty is a video producer, kind of journalism in his heart. Went to school for it. You know, he has created, you know, created this career to tell amazing stories for the companies he's worked for, including National Geographic, the Discovery Channel, SpaceX, and now now an aerospace, you know, startup almost that is called Hermes and what they're doing they're building hypersonic planes commercial planes you know they they have some ambitious goals they just uh had some big news come out they secured a contract and some funding with the air force and so you know they are they are building faster planes for you and i to travel you know to travel the world to be able to make connections meet people in person and and really you know connect our world and marty was brought on to Really, tell the story, to to figure out how to build excitement about this new uh, and an exciting like brand that's up and coming. And so he's got a unique thing where he has pretty much been a content producer his entire life, knows how to tell stories, knows what that main objective is. And now he's also a marketer. So now he's a con- director of content and marketing, and you know this is a great conversation. Again, excuse my audio quality very rookie mistake. What are we, episode 20 and now I now I mess up the audio. But anyways, bear with me and thank you so much. This is a great episode. A lot of fun stuff talked about and I hope you enjoy it.
1: Welcome to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast. I'm your host, Alex. And today we have Marty Berman and he is the Director of Content and Marketing at at Hermes. Uh, Marty,
2: welcome. Hey, what's up, Alex? Uh, thanks for Edhermius. having me on.
1: Yeah, so the reason why I wanted to be the show is, you know, one, I feel like we had like, a little bit of connection. I worked at a t- on a TV show at Discovery, but you, you kind of like worked at, at Nat Geo, you've worked at Discovery. Uh, you're, you know, what else also caught my eyes? I am, in a, um, I am not the smartest at science and mathematics, but I love space. And I love uh, everything that SpaceX, that NASA, and everybody's doing. And so you also worked at SpaceX, and that also caught my eye. And so my first question, really for you, is uh, that's that is I feel like almost every videographer's dream or marketer's dream is like let's work on cool stuff on Nat Geo and Discovery, then let's go get a job at SpaceX, uh, then let's go work at you know, maybe one of the, you know, most impressive and innovative aerospace startups in Hermes, Hermes. How did you get on this career path? Was this like a complete accident, right place, right time? Or, or like wrong place at the right time and somehow it worked out?
2: Yeah, I guess there's, there's a lot of that for sure. Right place, right time. But it, I guess it all kind of goes down to, you know, my degree in journalism, which I have not used have not technically used, like I, I haven't written for a paper since college, but I think there's something about journalism where you're just curious and you want to ask questions and you want to tell stories. And that's something I've done through my entire career. So yeah, out of school, I went to discovery channel. That was a great, great gig right away. You know, cause so I was in the digital team and this is back in 2011 where like, that's still the wild west. Like you're just throwing stuff up and seeing what happens. I mean, this was just, <laughs> Before Facebook had video, right? This was years and years before you could post a, a, a video to Facebook. So everything was just totally different. And Discovery was trying to find ways to make money um, on, on digital. And we didn't yeah. have that much success. But, you know, we could grow a grow, you know, pretty great audience. I'll try to fast forward because I guess there's a lot to go through. But uh, from there, I went to SpaceX, uh, moved across the country. And that was kind of like, I mean, that, that was that's just been the highlight of my career, if you will, just, I mean, five years there uh, working yeah. with some of the brightest people in the world, literally with a yeah. great mission, you know, filming rocket launches, you know, talking with engineers. It was just, I mean, I, I love the team there. I loved my time there. I could, I could go on and on and on about, about SpaceX. Then I wanted to move to New York City. I just had, I, I loved cities, spent some time there, went back to Discovery and then I uh, started my own thing, didn't work out very well, uh, but it led me to Hermes, And now I'm at the kind of the ground floor of this startup that's doing some really exciting things. And I can basically, you know, I have the opportunity to kind of tell this story from, from, from the beginning. And that's what I'm really excited about.
1: Yeah. And it's it's like, it's like your time at Discovery where you were experimenting and trying things, uh, both, you know, probably yourself, probably your, your bosses, the, the whole, the whole like digital team, I'm sure, was like throwing stuff at the wall and seeing who likes what content and what's making
2: what's driving
1: uh, engagement, and then you go to SpaceX where all you have to you know i'm gonna I'm gonna make this sound really bad, but you just have to turn the camera on and the cool stuff's happening in front of you, but like you made cool videos there as well, and you had like this freedom of you're not try- you're trying to sell the image of innovation, SpaceX. space travel and like where we can go and what we can do and now now you're like combining the two because you you figure you like had to figure out what works then you got to do like the kind of creative free reign almost and now you get to do creative creative free reign while also reaching business objectives
2: yeah absolutely um you know i loved my job at spacex like i said but you know, I, I was, you know, I was a video editor, I was a shooter, a photographer. Um, and, you know, I, 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 there's a lot of strategy involved in that, but it's, it's still more of an art or a craft. Um, and now I'm able to kind of, you know, take it up a notch in, in my, from my point of view, I need to prove that this works. I need to prove that marketing actually works. Not just, not just that I can shoot, but that like I can actually move the needle for a company. Um, and, and that's what I'm, you know, and I've got a plan, you know, TBD if it works, but you know, I'm going to do everything I can to, uh, to get this company the the attention it deserves. And it's just at the end of the day, like I picked it because I think it's going to work. You know, I, I think that we've got a great story to tell here and, and yeah, it, it's going to be fun. It's, you know, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the different stories, the different shoots and and then the hardware, you know, I'm a big sucker for, sh- for shiny things uh, especially big, expensive, shiny things. So I, I look forward to when our you know our aircraft is built, and i can I can go and shoot that.
1: Yeah, so tell me, okay, so you you are a video producer, journalism, you know journalist with like mainly video producer, uh, the angle of that, you know, staying curious. So now now you're also in charge, and at least by job titles, maybe you worked, but maybe you were in previous. but now you're also, uh, not only director of content, but director of marketing. So when you become a director of marketing, that that comes, you know, then then um, you know goals and KPIs and metrics and and things you need to do. Like you know, you have to achieve X uh, to you know stay in good graces. Or a company's got goals, and you're part of that piece. So how how have you? Is this something you wanted is this like something you wanted to take kind of like the next step from creating you know we're being part of a team that's creating visual content that is helping you know you know achieve x but now you're also in charge of that plan and strategy and ultimately it's success or failures
2: yeah i mean that's i, I very specifically asked for that title content and marketing because They are one of the same, but they are very different. And I guess so what I'm trying to do is, you know, kind of show I believe in content so much. I believe it's going to make our marketing goals, you know, like, yeah, we can hit those KPIs if we do our content right. And there's a there's there's a lot of other stuff in there as well. There's, you know, there's swag and there's uh, advertising and there's there's a bunch of other things we need to hit. But I think still at the end of the day, specifically for my company, because we want engagement and we want eyeballs and we want, uh, you know, I just want to show, you know, get attention to how cool, how cool this is. I don't need to sell things. Right. I'm not selling a product. So I that's why, you know, my content focused uh, my content focused marketing, I think, uh, could do really well here. And that's definitely what I plan on doing. Yeah, you're selling Well, you're selling. You're selling the
1: the 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 like experience and knowledge and expertise behind what's being like behind the people that are building it. And yep. then like the future, you know, what what is life like once this is a reality?
2: Absolutely, yeah. Like there's a fine line we have to balance here, whereas like this thing, what we what we're gonna do, which is kind of revolutionizing air travel by building the fastest commercial airplane um it's crazy and um it's yeah. kind, it's kind of been done before um, but kind of not but and we we need to walk this fine line of being like you know when we're recruiting it's like we want to get the best talent in the world and we want to say like look this is a really hard challenge but we're gonna do it so how exciting yeah. is that yeah so it, how it's much? Oh, sorry i'm just, uh, uh, just gonna just to wrap up i was just gonna say that yeah we're we're balancing kind of the impossible with reality. Um, and and yeah. I think that works. I think the ambition um, is what drew me to the company. And I think it's yeah. what's gonna draw a lot of other people to the company.
1: Yeah, it's really, it's really interesting. There's not a lot of jobs that have that um, prerequisite kind of description. Like, this is gonna be super hard, but we're gonna do it. Like, right. this, is gonna, this is gonna take every ounce of you and us as a collective but we're going to we're going to do it and we're going to change the way the future looks.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I could geek out on this stuff and I'm not an engineer. <laughs> like I, 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 I have like the basic education of, of how this technology works. Very, very basic. Um, but that's basically that I think that's OK. Like that's the story we want to lead with, at least for the general public. Uh, but what I'm getting at is. Um, this it really is history-making. Like like these airplanes, uh, if we're successful, are going to be in museums, and like it, it's that kind of level of excitement that I feel. That I think we can tell. You know, I think that's a story that we that you know, if done right, we we can get that across and kind of build this excitement.
1: Yeah. What about? Uh,
2: I feel like you. I feel like part of your job or part
1: of your goal. It sounds like is also recruiting. So making making this a desirable landing spot for the top talent in engineering, I'm sure in like in, in product development and in, in all the aspects that are needed in, in job titles. Like talk to me about how you're approaching that because you can show how cool it is, but you also have to show that this is a place that is growing. This is a place where, you know, it's not just about working. You know, like you, th- there's a lot of things people want out of a job, One thing is they want it to be challenging and difficult, but they also want to be part of something bigger, but then there's everything else that comes with it, you know?
2: Totally. It's a very big challenge. Um, There's so many ways I could go with this. I think I'll start with the first thing that (laughs) that came to mind, which is like, I want to balance uh, hardware with people because we've got some really cool tech coming in. We've got some really cool stuff for building. but that's only one part of the story because there's, a, there's human beings behind this. <laughs> so I think part of the strategy is I want to be as authentic as possible. So show the real people who are really building this stuff and then show the, show the product. So it kind of yeah. creates this, this story. Um, now, building the plane itself, that's a very long endeavor. So, you know, there's this phrase that's going around, which I'm obsessed with, which is build in public. <laughs> Take people along with the journey with you. And if they're following for long enough, they can't help but become fans. They're just gonna become yeah. super fans because, like they said, "Oh, you started with this, and now you're over here." Well, now I'm now I'm now I'm invested. You know? Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's it's it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to talk about it, just like hear, hear your excitement for it because you know i I live in a I live in a B two B tech and software world where, you know, startups isn't so... It, it can be dreamy and exciting, um, and they are built... Usually, oftentimes, can be building something, you know, that's, that's going to change industry, but it's not to this scale. Uh, or at least it's not being... Like, it being built in public is, like, showing wireframes or, or like, uh, whiteboards where it's like, you know, this is what's going to happen. It's sure. not so much like a physical physical thing and at least for me this stuff is so exciting
2: no it's it's a really good point i mean i guess i i'm, I'm gravitated towards this kind of stuff um and that's yeah. kind of my strategy right so you know i you know probably don't have as much experience you know i i, I probably wouldn't do well in, in in your realm right like yeah because yeah. i'm just so focused on you yeah know, obviously as you can tell from this conversation i'm very content focused um so that that's kind of my my lane, I guess, but you're right. You're right. It is uh, a yeah. different approach. So
1: one of the things that I have kind of heard you say over and over again is like the story, storytelling, like how to, how to get this across. So when you think about, uh, telling a story through video, like walk me through your process and like how you go about that, because that is, I think something that everybody likes to talk about in B2B tech software, but they don't like the story. It's hard to capture the story, or it's being told too quickly, or it's you know yeah. it's being told too slowly. And I think there's always a, a perfect cadence. So tell me, like your process when thinking about creating content.
2: Yeah, pacing is so key. You just mentioned that, like speed and whatnot. Like at the end, the the video has to feel good. Um, nothing can be over your head. And and I spend so much time actually putting in breathing room. Sometimes I'll I'll edit something and, you know, it it all lines up just how I planned. But then you're watching like, oh, wait, no, that's way too fast. So that's just one little section that came to mind is like, yeah, you got to let things breathe uh, when when, when necessary. But I guess I'll say this, kind of like the 101 is like, almost any video should have a beginning, middle and end. So there needs to be some kind of little arc, <laughs> you yeah. know, if it's, a, if it's, a, it could be a really engaging arc or at least it could be like, Hey, it started with this, then this is going to happen. And then, Oh, and then this. So I guess like, maybe I'll just do like a quick example. Maybe this might be interesting. Um, or maybe I'll ramble. We'll see. Uh, but <laughs> I, I love to, I love to think about the beginning, middle and end and then find music because like even before you start laying down the first clip, like find something that just is the backbone of the video. Um, so that that can really set the stage and it's really hard to do opposite it's really hard to lay everything out and then find music for that so i usually like throw the music in there and then you know what what are the hits in the music where things change so in a sense the music is driving the video and then like a couple tricks are lead with like uh, the most epic shot especially in today's age (laughs) you need like the first frame to be interesting And then it needs to feel good when it ends. So like assuming your viewers make it to the end, which is not a given, um, you want it to end strong. Like maybe it's a crescendo or maybe it's like a reveal um, and then cut to black soon. Leave them wanting more. Yeah. That's just one little example. I mean, there are obviously a million ways to go about making a video, but that's what I go to first because... um, it, it just works because you're just playing with what humans like. You're just like any human likes a music track. Any human likes being told a story and, yeah. um, and and a strong beginning and a strong end at the bare bones minimum. You're going to have a decent video. There's, there's a whole yeah. bunch more you could do, but that's kind of the basics. I think
1: uh, in a previous life, I was, a, uh, I guess you'd say video producer and editor and I used to do the same thing. I would, I would watch most of the footage if I didn't film it. And then the first thing I would do is lay down a track because once you know, like what tone you want, at least you can start laying out, like what, what is it going to look like and feel like, and whether you stick with that music or find different ones. I mean, I always tried to find the one, the one, (laughs) um, because it was so easy to say, like you said, at certain hits of the music, something's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, or you know, like I think one of the tricks I learned somewhere, and uh, I had took a I took a really bad job, and I I used that trick there, and they like blew their mind that like on the like specific beats of like a of a track, the, the 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 cuts just kept changing, and they were like, oh my god, it's so good! I was like, I need to get out of here, but um, <laughs> or I, or I need a raise because they love me, but uh, yeah. it was it was a weird place, but uh, yeah, that's that's good, that's good advice for people because I think they get stuck also on music or like they they edit it and then you know lay down ten tracks of music and none of them feel right because right. you know they edited the video before knowing what the what the mood was, what the feeling was, what people were gonna
2: walk away with was. Yep. Yeah, music uh, finding music yeah. is is a is a art. You know, I mean I, every single music library online I've dug through a hundred times over. Yeah. And I end up finding, you know, there's sometimes there's like curated lists, like for instance, premiumbeat.com is a, is a famous one. And I actually find myself going to the like curated instead of just searching because that, that's just endless. Yeah. It's just like you could oh, go yeah. on forever. And yeah. So anyways, anyways, yeah, that, that's something.
1: Uh, I worked at, um, I worked at a big ad agency and there was a, there was one of the producers who, he was a big music nut. And so they, they always gave him the job to uh my so got cut that my dog is rolling around so he's making noise back there but uh they gave him the job and it was like working on uh nissan pepsi like big stuff and so he had to he had to submit like 20 music options but it was up to me to work with him to put all 20 tracks in so i would just like sit with him for like two days edit music so it fit a 30 second spot and the right beat the right everything and then export 20 different music options wow. and uh and like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't do that job. Well, that I couldn't take 20,
2: 20 is way too many. I mean, five yeah. rise to the top right away. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, these 15 are garbage. Yeah. There's only like, yeah. yeah. That, wow. That's, yeah. That, that's a chore. That is a, that was, yeah, those were, those are some of the reasons. So those are some of the days where
1: I was like, I think I need, I don't think I want to be an editor anymore. This isn't as fun as I uh, I thought it would be. Uh, Well, getting back to getting back to you and Hermia. So like you, you mentioned uh, you've got a plan in place and hopefully it works. So what is, what is your number one goal? Like what's, what's the one thing that if you accomplish in the next year, uh, you know, give or take, like, what would you be, what would you call a success? Like what, what are you trying to achieve with your marketing efforts over there?
2: Oh man, dude, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, I'll say this. Like, my goal is build excitement. Um, now, what does that tangibly mean as a metric? I got to yeah. be honest, I, I, I can't, I don't have one. I'm not being held to one. Um, yeah. That being said, you know, like, we just had a huge announcement, you know, last week. And the reception, the kind of the outpouring reception, you can you can kind of feel. And you can kind of, just yeah. by talking to the founders of the company or seeing how many people are interacting Compared to what people used to interact on our posts, so it was deemed a success, and we're all pretty happy yeah. with it. Um, but again, like I can't tell you, okay, we grew. I mean, we, I can tell <laughs> you, I have the metrics. We <laughs> just don't mean much. Like, okay, we grew our Instagram followers fifty percent over the course of this, many, you know, this week. Yeah, that's a huge win. But also, we only have this many followers to begin with. So, yeah, you know, I purposely don't want to promise. You know. Follower accounts or in, engagement rates, that being said, you know I, you you want to have a pulse on what your how how the team is feeling, um so for instance, like recruiting right like how many yeah. new people applied post that announcement um, yeah, and I think what I'm doing now is I'm kind of level setting, so I'm like, all right, so that was a big deal what what do we get? And then the next time we go about this, we have something to baseline that off of. So I've only been here yeah. for like six months, maybe maybe a little less. Yes.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, so yeah. I would say like the real you know KPIs, if you will, are, are TBD. Are yeah. To be determined. But, but the goal is to yeah. build excitement, generally speaking.
1: Yeah, no, I think uh, that's one of those goals where, like you know it when it happens. You you know when you 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 know when excitement is building and it will, you know, hopefully continue to be. So you had a, you had a, you just had a big announcement. You will have many more big announcements. I'm assuming, uh, and it's like how each one of those announcements feels, and yeah. you know maybe maybe the next one is bigger. Maybe the third one, third next announcement uh, is picked up on news stories or picked up on other things. And all of a sudden, you know, building followers isn't the isn't the isn't the difficult thing now uh, because right. once you get once you hit like a a pinnacle of of like reach, then it just starts to grow exponentially. Um, yeah. And obviously, those are metrics you follow. Uh, and marketers, whether there's there's schools of thought out there that say you shouldn't pay attention to that. You should just pay attention of what your goal is. And if your goals, uh, you know, build excitement and build awareness, you know, then you know, d- don't get bogged down of we grew only we only grew forty eight percent this month um, <laughs> in followers because like that's not the most important.
2: Yeah. yeah and, and, you know, right, right now it's, it's a, a pretty small team and, and I am the team, right? Like right now I am, yeah. you know, I am. So it's, everyone understands what, uh, what do I want to say? Like, you know, that there's no need right now, I don't think to put arbitrary, you know, metrics to, to our goals. Um, but yeah. Uh, trust me though, that day will come <laughs> and especially yeah. when I have a team, like, yeah. I will be like, guys, this is what I'm expecting and I want, and I want to hit this. And if we don't, yeah. we have to understand why we didn't. Um, and, but right now we're, we're at the phase where, where that's not really important. Um, but it will increasingly yeah. be, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for that, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Marty, thank you so much for joining me. Yeah, Alex, this was great. Uh, super fun talking. Yeah, look forward to following uh, your podcast. Yeah, well, let's uh, so let let's grow
1: your let's grow your audience here. Maybe uh, where if if you had to send someone send people somewhere Instagram, LinkedIn. Where should we send people to learn more? Twitter.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I'm I'm at Marty Berman and uh, Hermias is at Hermias Corp. Awesome. I'll put those in the in the show notes and go
1: follow along. They're doing some cool stuff and uh marty is a super talented uh, content producer and i mean con- we'll say content producer i mean i've seen a lot of your awesome videos and I know it's a big part of it but your content and, dire- and marketing director now so we gotta we gotta elevate your
2: title huh, right thanks thanks all guys. right thanks marty talk to you
0: Well, that was today's show. Thank you so much for listening. And again, bearing with me on the audio quality, but the conversation was great. I really enjoyed talking to Marty. Um, they're doing a lot of interesting and creative things. And you're going to hear a lot more about Hermes in the future. I have no doubt that they're going to reach their goals. They're going to, you know, there's going to be within 10 years to 15 years, there's going to be commercial uh, Mach 5, you know, hypersonic jets that are going to be able to take us to, you know, take us to Japan in two hours versus uh, how long does it take now, eight hours? And so I think there's a lot of exciting stuff. I really appreciate you listening. There's some great takeaways in the upcoming helpful hot take where we kind of digest what it is to tell a story and how that can relate to, you know, a lot of the B2B tech and and software and manufacturing marketers who listen to this. So make sure to check that next week. Uh, But in the meantime, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for listening to the B2B Growth Marketer Podcast hosted by me, Alex Mead. The B2B Growth Marketer Podcast is sponsored by Beacons Point. Beacons Point is a growth marketing agency that creates a video-first content approach to attract the right customer and deliver the message at the right time. Find out more at beaconspoint.com. This week's episode is produced by Summer Myers. Thanks for listening. See you next time.